Hi, Emily. Hello. <laughs> wow. How you doing? <laughs> I'm alive. I'm sort of looking at you out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little weird. Um, but that's because we're in a triangle this week. Yeah. We've got someone with us. Taylor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's our friend Bubs. Hi, everybody. No, oh, my God. I am so excited to be on this show. I am so excited. You guys. Like I was telling Taylor, uh, M, you hadn't quite arrived yet, but when we were, mess- <laughs> when we were- I was getting weird shit at Quick Trip. It's I know, true. nope, totally fine, and yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. Are you it's initiation? <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. This is hazing, bubs. Oh, cool. Hey, let's let's haze it. it. Four twenty, haze it. <laughs> but no, because because you guys are so kind, and to have me on this podcast, I actually got you guys something. Wait, what? What? Yeah, yeah, bitches. What? So, deal with it. This so, is oh, this you've is, never yeah, gotten a gift so, before. That's yeah, for stepping you. Stepping up everyone else who's ever been on this podcast. And that's for you. Oh my god, Bubs! Uh, deal with is it. it. Okay, we open it right now. Yeah, like, no, I please mean, like, do because I think you guys point. will like it a lot. Oh 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 oh. Okay, but you have to read what it says. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> Okay, sorry, we'll stop freaking out audibly and explain what the fuck it is. Yeah, this is not a visual medium. No, this is, a this is not a visual medium, guys. My brain literally was like, podcast, 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 <laughs> dumbass. So, okay. Oh my god, it is a straw hole. I know. These are so like they're cups. They're, they're fucking really cool, nice, cups. very nice cups. And they're, they're monogrammed. Yeah. Mine says Taylor's cup of water. Mine says Emily's harp noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Why? Can oh I drink my the Seagram's god. out of this? Yes. <laughs> I'm just really impressed that it has a straw hole. I've never seen that before, and that makes me really happy inside. Hell yeah. Because I love straws. So go to Etsy for everything. Yes. Just do that. So fucking real. Yes. I believe that came from CU Cups. Um, They were super great. I was all like, oh, I totally like, as soon as we decided, like, I was actually going to be on this podcast, I'm like, I should do something really awesome for them. And then, like, I had the idea for the cups, and I'm like, I'm going to contact these guys and see if they can get it to me. And then they totally, like, turned it around, like, super fast. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, they were great. Oh, Oh my God, okay. Good shout out, because they clearly rule we're literally pouring our booze into these cups. We can't not drink. So, all right, so I stopped a quick trip. Yep. Like I do. Oh, my God. Like you do. And I normally peruse the beer cooler for weird shit. Um, Also, mm -hmm. like I do. As we are wont to do. And, uh... I found two things. Yeah, because you couldn't just hurt us with one. No. Nope. What are we drinking right now, Em? So this is the Seagram's Tropical Rosé. It comes in a can. It does. (laughs) There's a dude on the box. there by the man named Chris who is on every side of the box. Just in the corner. Some weird middle-aged yeah, dude. Like, yeah. just, It's very strange. It's did a not, weird flex. It's a very weird flex. <laughs> Put me on the box! <laughs> I mean every side. Is he on the bottom? Now I wish the box was over here. I, I think he is. <laughs> I think it's just like the same label. Peeking from behind just the barcode. Everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's um, The box looks as bad as this is probably going to taste. And then the other thing I got, I walked in and it was just on the side and it spoke to me. Mm. <laughs> and it's a uh, classic cocktail seltzer. So yeah. they had the classic sidecar, 
And then they had the old fashioned. Oh, really? Now, I could have hurt you more by getting the old fashioned you because really could have. that does not need to come from a can. That, that would not be acceptable. Fucking terrible. Not need to be in a can. Plus, it's a seltzer, so it's it's kind of like they made the drink and then watered it down. Yeah, yeah man. What do you yeah. mean? Seriously, they made the drink and then put it through a soda stream. <laughs> oh, and yeah. carbonated. The worst it. thing ever. The worst thing imaginable. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Right. So that's. That's cool. next. We'll be doing that one next, but yeah, yeah, for right now, we're doing some weirdly tropical rosé with a dude on the cover. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. Cheers. Um, nope. <laughs> no. Oh, see, at first I was like, you know, I don't hate it, but then the aftertaste, and I'm like, yep, there it is. It's the back <laughs> of your tongue that doesn't yeah, like it. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh. like, it's, it's kind of refreshing, though. Like, I could actually stand to probably drink this, like, on a hot day, but otherwise, no. <laughs> yeah, like if I was really fucking thirsty and sitting outside for a long period of time, I guess I could pour this into my gullet. <laughs> and if it was free like it is right now. <laughs> thanks, Thank Emily. You, Emily. <laughs> Emily's Emily has not spoken, is staring at the middle distance. <laughs> All around me. <laughs> this is like the freaking okay, so at some point we were recording for Little Shop for our dry run to send to our music director of all of us like singing so we can prove that prove you know the songs we know the songs we yeah. do not spoiler and alert this bitch <laughs> i might have mentioned this to bob walked in with the paps blue ribbon hard coffee mm. Mm. the blue ribbon of coffee beer drinks <laughs> <laughs> It was a horrifyingly bad. It's pretty bad. It's really bad. Kat and I were like, whatever. <laughs> we'll drink it. I'm over in the kitchen Ugh. adding like cold brew to it and creamer just and just trying to make it drinkable. You basically made it a different drink. I did. <laughs> and it still wasn't good. Put a freezy pop in it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we do this to each other even when we're not recording a podcast. Yeah, no. just in case you thought this was like a special occasion thing. Yes. Thank you so much again, Bubbers, for these. These yeah. are oh my so gosh, fucking cool. So you guys excited. are so welcome. So we're, welcome. Oh, we're going to post uh, a picture of this oh, yeah. on our everything oh, yeah. so everyone can see them. <laughs> um, and, and we will definitely give some props to that cool Etsy page again. Word. And now, um, Bubs, the reason why we're having on, on here, you on here, wow. <laughs> it's not, all right. We'll it's get not there. It's not just because um, we are desperate for uh, other people's faces than our own. Oh, um, <laughs> it's because you also have a podcast, and we're going to be on that yeah. one, too, and we're so excited. I yeah. I'm super excited again. Tell us about your podcast. So, uh, <laughs> good question, Emily. <laughs> Insert plug here. Hmm. <laughs> so I host a podcast. A, uh, podcast called the millennium fandom obviously the name don't let the name fool you is not just all about star wars i love star wars and that's kind of where a lot of it derived but mm. the podcast is basically just about people and their their i don't know affinity for things why they love whatever it is i had both of you lovely ladies mm -hmm. on there um emily we did lord of the rings we did so awesome yeah taylor we did harry, harry potter, potter. Yeah. yes and both of them were awesome. Yeah, you should definitely, you guys should definitely listen to Bubbers' podcast. It's very good. It rules to oh. listen to people talk about things they love. And you're very good at like helping coax things out of them. You're a good oh. interviewer. Hey, thank you. Oh my gosh. Stop that. And you can guess what we're going to talk about. It's this. 
Murder. We love murder and why. <laughs> uh, actually, ours it's going to be episode 20, too. You guys are going to be my episode 20. <gasps> Yay! Oh, my God. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh, that rules. Yes. Wow. That's so almost... go go check it out. It'll be out in like a few weeks, probably, from when this airs. So, uh, yes, please. Oh It'll gosh. be fun. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. You guys, yeah. it's going to be like four straight hours of podcasting. Yeah. Oh, shit. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes That's why I got two things. You're so smart. I'm going right. to sleep on your couch. That's fine. So, <laughs> shall we, in the interest of getting this shit a-moving, because we are going to be here for a million years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emily, I believe right before I pressed record... We decided you were going we first. We were 85% sure that I'm the one who's supposed to be going first. We're never that more sure than right. that. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Thank you. We need somebody here to just be like, just yes. Just. Yeah. That's right. I'm less a guest, more a coach. <laughs> Not no. <laughs> I, in honor of this special occasion, am starting with both a fact and a quote. Whoa. A quote. Oh, okay, fuck this. I'm out. Yeah, it's been it's Would you been really quacked. Quacked. <laughs> it's been really great. Thank you so much for having me. We're freaking out my dog with all our shit. We oh my god. We'll uh, never hit episode seventy five. Uh, um, do you want to be on the Millennium Fandom with I, me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. I'm switching podcasts. <laughs> fucking rude. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm starting with the fact. Kay. Did you know? There's a Wikipedia page for unidentified murder victims. There's a whole page just full with of people. their sketches or reconstructions, information about where their bodies were found, oh, identifying wow. features. Holy shit. Yeah. I did not and know And it's that. got like over 40,000. What? That's not it's good. It's huge. So there are so many people who've been murdered that we just don't even know who they mm-hmm. are. I'm glad someone's keeping a record, I guess. That yeah. Sucks. yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, that's yeah. not something I want to keep a record of. No. No. So, segueing, <laughs> my quote. I've personally taken reports from hookers like this one. A known working girl with blood pouring from her head caused by an attack with a hammer when finally able to flag down a cruiser was asked by the female officer, "What are you expecting your line of work?" Oh wow. no. If that sets the tone for what I'm going to be discussing today. Cool. Still stuff. mad at cops. Anyway. Oh, yeah. We're not. We're not. Done being mad. No. At uh. cops. No. So <laughs> that was from a 2003 dissertation called The Serial Murder of Sex Workers by Heidi Rebecca Charlotte Baker. Interesting. Fuck. This so, is about to get so not cool. It is. It mm. super is. Consider that your content warning. This has some gory details. We're talking of, about sex work and things. We're talking like- about sex work and, and serial killers. Spoiler alert. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> I had sent a message. Actually, let me back up. I was doing some homey work mm-hmm. and I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole. Whoops. <laughs> yep. As I am known to do. <laughs> and yes. it's a horrifying one mm. of interviews with people that live on Skid Row. Okay. So you're homeless, you're drug addicts, you're sex workers, you're pimps, you're gangbangers, like everyone and everything in between. Yeah. Right. As awful as it is, it was also a little impressive because like I was watching one video and this woman who's kind of a madam, kind of not, she wasn't saying she was a madam, 
but like do they ever no <laughs> so but she was saying you know if somebody kidnaps or beats up a sex worker and they have the nerve to come back they'll set up bait they'll set up a bait girl oh to shit. get him and then they'll either beat the crap out of him or you never see that guy again. Whoops. Dang. So sometimes they take care of their own. Okay. That's okay. impressive. But also like there's extortion and gang violence and people setting tents on fire and murder and a bunch uh, of horrific yeah. things. So, <laughs> you know, if if you if you want to be real sad, just check out Soft White Underbelly on YouTube. Nope. I think it's, I'm good. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a lot. I've changed. <laughs> Are you different now? Oh, no. <laughs> it takes a lot for Emily to say that. She's seen oh. some yeah. shit already on YouTube. That's yeah. yeah. That's not good. I'm sorry. I've gone to some weird places on Reddit, too. <laughs> like, mm. That's so true. Like, just for this story? Yeah. Or for this? In general. Oh. oh. In general. Also for the podcast. <laughs> the podcast but, like, yeah. yeah. Curiosity. I just click things. <laughs> and then it Stop sends it. me. I'm not even reading them. I just click. I just click. <laughs> I'm addicted to clicking. Suddenly, I've. Ordered 50 pounds of underwear, and I don't understand how. I mean, not no. I'm on a government this? list. <laughs> Probably. I mean, but not for my uh, YouTube search history. Oh. So this is Riley. Oh, hello, Riley. Oh, hi, Riley. This is Riley. It's a very fun hair color, Riley. Yeah. I mean, if I lived on Skid Row, I'd want to have some fun somewhere. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Somehow. Do something nice. So Riley... Was born in California, born in Hollywood, and then was moved out to the San Bernardino Mountains area and had a not good time in her childhood. Okay. Mm -hmm. She was tortured and molested from a very young age up to being about 16 <sighs> by her father, stepfather, and her mother. Oh, Fucking my God. Hell. So a lot of trauma. A lot of trauma. Yeah. A disproportionate amount of trauma. A yes. disproportionate amount of trauma. And she had blocked out, obviously, a lot of her childhood. Right. So there's some gaps. Pretty common. And this was a pretty normal question that he asks people of like, hey, how was your childhood? And typically the answer is not great. Because people who have great childhoods normally don't end up on skid row addicted to, like, meth or crack or whatever. Anything can happen, but mm -hmm. typically, yeah. yeah, that's the case. Hey, bubs, welcome to the podcast. I picked, a, Super. I picked a very special one for you. Super yeah. happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drink more Seagram's Tropical Rosé. Cheers. <laughs> you uh, cheers. You have... Nothing here to make you feel better at all. No, this is I, terrible. Yeah, I brought no comfort. Why in the fuck did I agree to this? <laughs> we don't know. You know what? There's the fluffy cat right across. Yeah, yeah. hi. Hi, sweetheart. He's there to be beautiful for you. Neat. Yeah. You're my only anchor. Do not go away. <laughs> so a quote from her. My stepfather, he used to do things like put me in the trunk of the car to scare me or fold me up in the sofa bed. What? Yeah. So she thought it was just her stepfather until she started to get older. Some things started to come back to her. She figured out it was more than that. So at 16, she left home. She was okay. gone. She was done. Okay. And at one point, she entered into this, like, medical trial of sorts. And it was with a bunch of psychologists and psychiatrists. Mm. And they were basically taking her back through her memories 
So she was reliving and rehashing all of this very traumatic shit. Mm. And they weren't really doing anything to help. Oh, yeah, no. Um, what, what year was this? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this would have been probably in the 80s. We barely know, know what to do now <laughs> with people's trauma. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> in so, the 80s? No, in no, the no, 80s? no. Poor lady. <laughs> We're just <laughs> fucking with brains to see what happens, and then we don't know yeah. how to fix it. It's basically it. what it sounds like. Like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. we're just gonna we're gonna like kind of gaslight you yeah. and then just watch. Yeah. Right. Yep. What do you do and now? then we're going to send you on your way <sighs> and you get to deal with the fallout from this and mm. we're going to go have dinner. <laughs> By the way, Reagan just closed all of the mental facilities. Have fun! Bye! <laughs> we're putting homeless people on the streets <laughs> that have mental problems. It's fine. There's the nowhere way, to take them. I just created this great drink called Tropical Rosé <laughs> from Seagram's. Because I put clearly... My- Put my fucking picture on all sides <laughs> of the goddamn carton. It is that kind of energy. Wow, we are blaming Chris for a lot of shit we right are. now. <laughs> Fuck Chris. You're yeah. right. You're right. Fuck I'm Chris. not sorry. <laughs> this drink is not good. <laughs> I expected more from you, Chris. <sighs> so one of the psychiatrists finally kind of figured out like, hey, I'm having a mild ethical dilemma with this. Oh, what? <laughs> and... Like, sat down with her and was like, so let's do something. Mm. Now, this is also, it's the 80s. Just remember this. It's the 80s. So his solution was, let's imagine your torturers as kids having these things done to them. Okay. Uh, um, I, okay. Yeah, so, did, uh, yeah, so she did that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it started kind of the thought process of this didn't come from nowhere. It had to have probably been done to them. And through that, she was able to, because she's very smart, work through it, get rid of some of her hatred. Okay. okay so she recognized that they probably had trauma in their yeah. past that led to her trauma. Which, like, whoa. The psychiatrist could have just fucking said that. Sure. Like yeah. Right but, off the bat. Yeah. But no, no, we had to be dramatic. Also, yeah, that is a pretty smart person and like a pretty emotionally aware person to be like, I will now work through this instead of this just fucking me up further somehow. Sure. That's interesting. And she's quoted as saying, because I only suffer from the hatred. They don't know what's going on. They're off having their life and having fun. So she knows that she's the only one hurting herself at this point. Oh, yeah. But it's fair. She left home at 16, moved to L.A., was living and working on the streets in Hollywood and the areas around it. There are like a lot of street names that they throw out. Um, that's kind of consistent in a lot of the videos of like the hot spots. Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't go back through the other videos to grab those. So, cause you can only really watch those ones. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. she became a dancer at um, some of the diamond dance clubs. So mm-hmm. there was like this string of dance clubs and they were expensive and high end. And then others that weren't so expensive and high end. And she started dealing and like selling drugs to the other dancers. She is a sex worker and a part-time dominatrix, which <laughs> Fuck yeah. the way she carried herself, I'm like, she said that. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Uh, that, yep. That, that tracks. Clicks. Using that, that dom energy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that BDE. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's very like when she's talking and telling the story, I'll get to one point and it's going to click for you guys too. Okay. Like it's not even going to be a question. Oh, man. Okay. All right. And I'm she excited. stated, <laughs> and I sent this to Taylor. I'm like, Hey, I've I found something crazy. She said she has survived four serial killers. That's fucking not bar. I was like, no, she didn't. Like as soon as I, <laughs> I was like, that's a fucking lie. 
<laughs> How dare you, Emily? But you know what? I want to believe this woman and everything she says. So. I know. I'm kind of getting there now. About like I'm, it. I'm kind of getting yeah. sold on it, man. I'm on her, her but, side. Yeah. <laughs> like they only had her tell two of the stories. So I only have two of the four. Here's her quote of when she's like being picked up by someone and they're having nefarious thoughts. Okay. She says, I know they've done this before because I would not be my first choice to do something like that. <laughs> I'd get some petite, frail, timid little girl. I wouldn't get one that I thought could fight me back. That's fucking true. She does look like Yo. she could throw a punch for sure. Uh-huh. I was going to say, like, yeah. Like, I, I remember... She is someone I want on my side. Yeah. <laughs> like, it... I listened to one of your podcasts and one of you guys were talking about a uh, grandma that got broken into and yeah! she was like, she was like the deadlifter or whatever. Yeah. Like she yeah, kind of yeah, reminded me. me. Yeah. Like she kind of reminded me of her, uh-huh. of like that whole story, but just except strong. just, just yeah. like bigger, yeah. like more built out. Yeah. And she oh said, God. when I get scared, my brain goes and she did this whole like thing and she was really loud and really animated but she was like, my brain goes, fight, 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 protect yourself, do what you need to do, bite, scratch, kick, whatever, gouge out eyes, screw their throat, whatever, anything. My I'm God. just like, yes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> so before I go into, because like then she was talking fast and I just have bullet points. Um, <laughs> You're like, I can't. I'm just like, keep up. I can't. I was doing complete sentences before and I'm like, nope. Hard no. <laughs> Do you know if you're a fight, flight, or freeze type? Or fun. All four important. Yeah, or fun. I think I might be a freeze. Okay. I th- mm. uh, But only for like, uh, I want to say, because I've never been like in a life or death situation, but I have seen things mm-hmm. that made me freeze and kind of probably fawn up a little bit. Sure. But now that I've been exposed to that and mm-hmm. I'm aware of it, I think I'm, I'm still a freeze, but I kind of force myself out of it a little okay. bit. Legit. Super legit. Fawn 100%. I'm almost oh, positive. No. I'd immediately be like, I like me and don't hurt me. <laughs> Whatever I need to say, dude. <laughs> that's that's on me. I'm not a fight. I'm pretty sure. I might try. It probably wouldn't go well. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm a fight. I know. What? <laughs> Emily. What? Emily, I know. <laughs> Bubs knows. We all know. Yeah, I mean, I know I didn't really need to say it, but like, like I know... For sure, I am a fight. <laughs> Legit. I could just see Emily like getting cornered, like in an alleyway or something, and her just turning around, and being like, "Do you like having all your teeth?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We it's need- like you know your balls are really only attached by skin. <laughs> oh, like you want to fucking do this? <laughs> New podcast idea. We need to get somebody who is flight, and then just like. Be- <laughs> Be presented with different scenarios and say what we would do. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be really good. I love that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. I donate it. Maybe a Patreon yeah. thing, guys. Yeah, hey, guys. <laughs> do you want to hear fight, flight, freezer, fawn? <laughs> we'll keep that one in the back pocket. Thank you. <laughs> so, she was in a hotel over by Alvarado, which is a road, and had a customer up there. Went out to go get some crack. And was on her way back, stopped by a guy in a gold car. He was Korean, 6'2", 6'3", really athletic, which is why it kind of like stood out in her mind. Mm. And looked about college age. Um, So he asked for head and offered her 80 bucks, which... Decent amount a, of money. Is that a decent price yeah. for head? I have no idea. <laughs> and Not she couldn't pass up the chance. 
Sure. Because addict. Um, so she got in the car, bent down to do the deed. And then she's like, lightning flew out of my eyes. And she sat up. Everything was spinning. The back of her head was really bugging her. Oh, no. He hit her. Fuck. Oh, God. Worse than that, she reaches back and pulls out a hammer. Oh. <laughs> no. Am I going to Welcome know? to this podcast, Bubs. Am I going to know who this is? This, no. This killer? No. Really? Do I don't know. I just feel like uh, hits sex workers in head with hammer is something I've heard before. Probably. It's happened a couple times. Yeah, great. <laughs> Bubbers is so uncomfortable right Fuck. now. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine that. Just being like, oh, wow, lightning in my head hurts. Hey, I'm sorry. Did you lose this? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Fuck. You've been you've you've been so, in an altered state of consciousness for a long time, and like so, yeah, even yeah. getting busted in the head with a hammer is like what? Like, oh, he's a contractor too. <laughs> so Fuck. she pulls the hammer out, bleeding everywhere. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm not putting the hammer down because I don't want to get hit again." So instead, she starts hitting him with yeah! the hammer. Oh shit! Fuck that guy. And it's Hell just, yeah. Full on, just like oh, going at him. What dumbass just hits somebody once with a hammer and then lets go of the hammer? I'm guessing he wasn't expecting it to get stuck. Yeah, and also maybe to have her be not dead after that. Yeah, maybe that's amazing. <laughs> I love her. Oh my <laughs> like, god, that's oh, awesome. Bitch. Yeah, just so hits him. her. She said her um quote is. No, I'm going to die, and I'm going to make sure you go with me. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so she also was, like, in shock, so she didn't even think, like, get out of the car. Sure. It was literally just a, oh, no, you're going to kill me? You're going to kill me? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> then let's go! So this bitch's fight is what I'm going to say. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I was going to say. So, okay, so, no, this is great. Okay, so, because me, I would absolutely freeze. Yeah. I'd be like, ah. Uh, and then, and then I dead. would probably run out the car. Like that was me. Like I wouldn't fight. I would get out of the car and be mm. like, "I'm the fuck out, deuces." Freeze until flight. Yes. <laughs> yes. Legit. There. I it think is. I'm also. I might. Maybe I'll be like. I'd be fawn until flight is an option. I think that's fair. I'm just swinging. <laughs> Eventually, you would leave. Right? I mean, yeah. If the opportunity After- presents itself, <laughs> that's like, oh, I don't have to die. Cool. Bye. Maybe that's really what everyone should recognize is everyone's flight eventually. <laughs> yeah. 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 So she does manage to get out of the car. And she said he was like yelling at her to get out of the car. Because it just it didn't go well. And she was getting blood everywhere. Oh, and it God. was just making a huge mess. <laughs> I'm done with you, actually. Yeah. So he like she said he had to like lean over and pop the lock to let her out. Mm hmm. So she gets out of the car and she's like in the middle of this road, just screaming for help. Now, I have a question for you. Oh, God. (laughs) What were you taught to scream if you need help? Uh, Were you taught to scream anything? Because here's the thing. Yeah. Mm. Male. (laughs) I don't need to worry about that. (laughs) So, no, I have not been taught that if I am in an emergency, I could as a straight white male, all I have to do is yell help. And when, <laughs> lo and behold, would. people would. Super weird. So, yeah, right? Huh. How about that? <laughs> Fuck. 
I still being I still remember being taught to yell fire. Yep. And thinking that is the dumbest shit I'd ever heard. Like who is running toward a fire over a screaming woman? And that's when I realized misogyny existed. <laughs> also <laughs> the importance <laughs> of material possessions. Yeah. Yeah. People over run into human a life. Yeah. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yep. So she was screaming, help me, help me. The building's on fire and my baby's in there. Damn. She is hitting oh, two points. Oh, she knows everything. I love yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Hell yes. So she's screaming this. It's like middle of the night. Nothing's really happening. She manages to hail a taxi. Whoa. Looking like that? Yeah. Straight out of a horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> that taxi driver's like, oh my God. Well... <laughs> No, you're giving him too much credit. Oh, no. Oh, no. She got into the taxi, and he's like, no, no, no. You have to get out, or you have to give me head. What? She's bleeding everywhere. So this is another, like, fight-or-flight response. Mm -hmm. She remembers she has a knife in her boot, (laughs) pulls the knife, holds it to the taxi driver's throat, and, quote, says, listen, this is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So remember that moment I told you you'd be like, oh, yeah, she's a dominatrix. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's it. Oh, my God. She threw a 20 on the seat and told him to drive five blocks and to not say another word that would make her lose her faith in humanity any more than she already had. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. You're you're bleeding everywhere. Everywhere. Very injured. Something bad has just happened. And the first dude holding a hammer. The first dude is like. But head though, yeah. <laughs> give me, give me head. Hey, hey guys, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault, brothers. But thank you so much. Uh. So she goes into the lobby of the hotel that she had rented a room at, covered in blood. <laughs> First reaction, somebody's like, "You need to go to the hospital." Finally, and she's like, <laughs> "No, that costs money. I don't have money." America. capitalism (laughs) so she gets up to her room and just goes unconscious yeah no shit there's probably a hole in her skull here's the thing her as they call it her date was Um, still there oh no robbed her Uh, took everything but the dope she had hidden away no and then left her oh no yeah faith in humanity lost officially So she got herself cleaned up. She goes into this like whole story about the cleanup process. And I'm not going to retell that because it was really gross. I can't believe she woke up. But she, I'm going to get to that. Oh. (laughs) Oh God. But she woke up and her first thought was like, fuck, I gotta, like, I gotta get back to work. What? No, no, honey. She needs to make money so she can go to the hospital. Uh, okay, fair, but so damn. She gets herself all cleaned up because also it's like hotel checkout time. She can't stay in there. She doesn't have the money to pay for another night. So she gets herself cleaned up. She gets a hat to try and hide. Yeah, the gaping it head wound doesn't Fuck. work. Yeah. Uh, oh. like with her <laughs> first like so sorry Bob's like with her first customer he like touches the back of her head and everything goes wrong oh god yeah yeah so she's like out on the street she went to McDonald's cleaned herself up 
was coming out of McDonald's and there was a detective driving around being like, hey, you know, be real careful. There's a man out here killing women. And she looks at him and is like, oh, with a hammer? <laughs> and apparently he just went gray. <sighs> like, have I got a story for you? And yeah. he just like whips the oh, hat no. off. Yeah, and then she literally took her hat off. Oh, my God. Showed him the wound. And then he's like, holy fuck, can you describe him? And she's like, I can do you one better. And then pulls out the hammer. Yo, <laughs> she still had it? She just fu- yeah, free, free hammer. Free bro. hammer. What <laughs> <laughs> the oh fuck, Bubs? That's oh amazing. That rules. And I guess it had been like covered with gauze for like anti-slip. Oh. And like some like fingerprint protection. But in the fight and in the struggle, the gauze had slipped. So his fingerprints were on there. Oh, You're going to tell me this person's name and I'm going to know who it is. No, I, I couldn't fucking find what? it. No, no, no. I have to know. <laughs> I c- it sounds I so familiar. I couldn't find it, but he had 26 victims. Holy Hold shit. On. I bet. I, um, I, mm, keep going. <laughs> okay. I love you. I'm paying attention. I promise. She said he was Korean, but like he might have been Asian. California. Oh, okay. okay. That's why I couldn't find it. Because I found white dudes doing it. Of course it. you did. <laughs> Fucking white dudes. Yeah. So she didn't have to testify because he struck a deal took them to the locations of the 14 other bodies because at Jesus. that time they only knew about 12. So oh my God. But also because he was picking up sex workers. Nobody fucking cared. Yes. <laughs> that That is not smart. I mean, if you are a serial killer and you want to do it forever, that's the smart route. Yeah. And that's something she says at the beginning. She's like, there's so many killers out here, like serial killers and other that are just picking up girls mm. and nobody's going to miss them. Right. It, like it yeah. has to happen so many t- you have to have 26 victims for someone to every, notice every <laughs> like, single sex worker that he spoke to had a survival story jesus christ i believe that i 100 percent like yeah. that doesn't even sound that cray yeah wow so her second story is she met up she got picked up by a salvadorian man okay who took her into chinatown which she mm. thought was weird and he was like, oh, I own this building. We'll go into my apartment. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. So it's 8 a.m. Because some people just need it at 8 a.m. Uh, sure. Party. Walked in and every inch of the room was covered with pictures of him and his family in military gear. So instantly she's just like, huh? Just the vibes are off, you know? Yeah. Just the vibes are real off. Yeah. He hands real her a beer off. and she's like, hey, I need my money. And he's like, this part, it has the P word for anybody who's super sensitive to it. He said, you'll get no money. I'm going to take your money, your pussy, and your life. Oh, no. She starts screaming. Because, again, she's, she said, if I'm going to die, everybody's going to hear me die. Fuck yeah. God, I love it. Yes. And he hits her in the head with a bottle. Fuck. People are, like, beating on the door. I guess they could hear her, like, screaming. Good. Yeah. And he said, you can scream all you want. I killed them all here. Nobody will help you. Oh, my God. I mean, he, he would know that by now, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. He's very he cocky. He had Damn six it. victims. Oh, that's still... Like dude. six, yeah. Okay, and we're still talking about the same this is, the same woman. Yes, Riley. Riley. Same woman, mm-hmm. same... Like, two different people who have... How, they are serial killers. They do. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. How, yeah. how, how long in between the first... She doesn't say. Oh. 
But like this one has a payphone, so this is probably back in the nineties. Sure. Either so, way, too fucking soon. Yes. Yeah. I mean the nineties. Whatever. But <laughs> like <laughs> the bastard eighties. Yeah. <laughs> no decade is a good decade, no. guys. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing about when she was telling this story is like most people will be like, my brain went, oh, shit. She was like, my brain went. <laughs> I, like, she, she literally made the sound. And I'm like, I love you. I know exactly what you mean now by like, oh, she is a crackhead, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. <laughs> I am like rooting for her success. Yeah, absolutely. Please keep being you. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So she said her brain went, you know, and then she just started fucking fighting. Uh, you want to dance, dude? Let's fucking yeah. dance. <laughs> and he was like, I guess, like this squatty kind of guy, but like built. Sure. Mm -hmm. So he tackled her between the dresser and the bed. And then she described it as doing snow angel movements mm -hmm. of just like whipping her hands like back and forth and like trying to hit him mm -hmm. and grabbing for like whatever she can find and just continuing to move and fight. Man, yeah. Whatever you got to do. And Fucking he's a, like trying to choke her. And we've talked about it before of like how long it takes to strangle someone. And this is with his bare hands on the floor with her fighting back. So they fought. Wow. I'll take I'll take guesses. How long do you think it took for her to get out of there? I'm I, I want to say like ten, like ten. I, I see. I was gonna say like five. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, because dude, this is a bad bitch. <laughs> O'Reilly. Yes. Twenty four minutes. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Still impressive. Still very like just. Yeah. But fighting the she, entire time. Yeah, yeah that's fighting so really. The entire, I can't. Really I can't run time. for ten minutes. That's a hard no. No. Can you imagine punching for more than a minute straight? I don't want to. <laughs> I yeah, don't want ouchie. to. So she Holy shit. manages to grab the bottle. This part's gross again. Sounds like it's about to get nasty. It's about to get nasty. She manages to grab the bottle, hit him, break the bottle, cut him, yeah. and like cuts his face off. What? what? <laughs> like she gave him a facelift of sorts. So like part like a like a large it was flapping of... in the wind. Ew. Hey guys, because she was like, I like did it, and then it was like falling at me, and then oh. there was just blood everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Emily, I don't like it. Oh. I don't either. Oh. But like, holy shit. No wonder this woman does a bunch of fucking drugs. Jesus, if you if I saw that, I'd be like, hello, all yeah. the drugs, please. So you walk out of that and you're like, I'm never not doing crack. Like, seriously? I need yeah. to forever now. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he's, he's bleeding. She's bleeding. Ugh. Everybody's tired. Mm -hmm. He tells her to get out. Right, like he's like, I can't, I clearly can't kill you. Yeah, you need to go now. Missing half and my face. She yeah. said, "That's sounding like a really good idea to me." <laughs> no so shit. she gets up and starts getting out, and I guess he wasn't totally being honest because she like turned around and he had a machete. Whoa, no. Oh, that's no. a whoopsie daisy. Yeah. So, oh. so she's like, "Fuck it," <laughs> runs manages to get out into the hallway and navigate her way through the building down to the road. 
So she's out in the middle of Chinatown in broad daylight. Bloody as fuck. Again with the being literally and very bloody and covered in blood. Oh my god. Because this time it isn't just from the back of her head. Like it is everywhere. It's some of his too, I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's a lot of his. <laughs> Shit. And she is like in shock. Full blown in shock. Yeah. Manages to find a phone booth, dials 911, but literally like she can't talk. Because she is just in oh, yeah. full panic mode. Hell yeah. So they're able to trace the location of the payphone and send out an ambulance and a squad car. So the ambulance gets there and she just is booking it for the ambulance. Because like as she's waiting in the phone booth, like she's watching over her shoulder. Anybody who walks up, she's jumping, like oh, yeah. thinking she's going to have to fight again. Hmm. She jumps in the back of the ambulance, like slams the doors shut is pressed up against the wall. Damn. Like, she just cannot stop yeah. thinking that. Yeah. Like, the adrenaline must be just, like, yeah. coursing through her veins. So, Ugh. the police officer, she described him as this older black guy who was very not amused to have to put up with this. Oh. Thinking she's just full of shit. Fucking poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, like, I'm sorry about your job. Inconvenienced doing his job. And just doesn't believe a fucking yeah. thing she says. Yeah. I mean, look, it is an outlandish story. Oh, for sure. Come on, she's covered in blood. Right? She's <laughs> literally covered in blood. Where do you think it comes from? Oh, my God. So she tells him she remembers the apartment number. Yeah. Because she's very good at this. Hell yeah. Tells him the building, tells him the apartment number. He gets up there. And it's it's a it's a, it's a full fucking murder fucking scene? crime scene. Yeah, <laughs> he's like without a murder. I need so much backup. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, like he's like, all right. <laughs> he comes back out, and she's like, he was a completely different person <laughs> when he came back to talk to me again. And he said, "Sweetie, it's gonna be all right. Don't you worry about a thing." He's like, the photos are gonna cover everything. You are safe. Like just talking her down they get her to the hospital and he she said that there were photos of her bloody snow angel like she literally made a bloody snow angel from like swinging so long oh Oh. my god yeah so they took her to the hospital and she was basically just like unconscious for a while because her body was in fight or flight mode for so fucking long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just and had then to shut also, down. yeah, being a crack addict and then not having crack, plus then the crash of the adrenaline. Yo, like, God. That she just out. She shut down. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to like wake her up and they couldn't. So she was unconscious for a while. Mm, that's great. Good for your brain. Yeah. But she got through it. This woman's brain is invincible, by the way. She right? Got, like, Legit. She, she got hit in the skull and woke up after falling well, asleep. Oh, yeah, because that's the this. thing. God <laughs> like, damn it. I put it in the notes, but I didn't read it because, you know, I'm good at this. <laughs> so when she got hit in the head, the doctors said the only reason she survived is because the hole in her head relieved her brain swelling. It relieved Shut the up. pressure. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. How? how? Because she had such a bad concussion from her brain. Like, they would have done that to her. Yeah, they would have done that to her if she'd gone into the hospital. They would have opened up her skull anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God, what luck. And she, like, probably, it took her forever to get to a hospital to learn that. Yeah. (laughs) 
So she should be dead. She should be. She really should dead. be dead. Oh my god. And the the thing she kind of wrapped it up with is like, and you know, the amazing thing is, is that you're never going to hear about it on the news. Um, because with this guy specifically, it was the beginning of like the regentrification of that area. Uh, so like, yep, yep. they can't have that yep. on the news for sure. Yeah, if they want to sell property. <laughs> the white people won't move in if they hear that. Right. They're not going to move into a house where there was a Salvadorian serial killer. Oh, no. Except maybe we would is the thing. Now. Yeah. Now. Not, like not in weird. the 80s and 90s. God damn it. We didn't have like a fetish about it yeah. yet. Fine. Yeah. You, yeah. There's no like excitement about having a story of a place. Right. Oh, you'll never guess what happened here. Yeah. It involved oh a God. person of color. Yeah. <laughs> Six oh, people of color were murdered here. My oh, yeah. goodness, that was... I don't care to move into that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awfully terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's us. That's what we sound like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's Riley. Oh. She has a bunch of other, like, videos that he did talking about, like, the time she was, like, a prostitute on a farm and, like, a pimp story and a um, bunch of other stuff. There's a lot. Yeah, there's that... just, there's a lot. Jesus. There's a lot. That's a whole life. Poor woman. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she does do a video like talking about her childhood. I did not watch it. Mm-mm. I already feel bad enough. Yeah. I don't need to add to that. No. Yikes. Wow. Good for her. She's still rocking though. Yeah. She's still kicking. Yeah. God damn. She's got to be man. like late 50s. She. I feel like she actually looks good for what's happened to her. Oh my god! Like like late fifties, early sixties. Damn. Because if she's been doing crack since the early eighties, that's now forty years. Oh yeah, the eighties was like a long time ago, guys. Yeah. (laughs) So if she started that that at sixteen. Yeah. Damn it! Wow. I'm really proud of her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Like especially like. you don't often hear about that. No. Like you don't. Where like, where the vic the victim is the one that's all like, oh, you want to roll? Yeah. Let's fucking do this. And then yeah. I kicked his ass. <laughs> like, that's never the story we're telling. No. Yeah. yeah. That rule. I kind of like that too. Just the fact that like the two, the, her first two serial killers like told her, get out. Yeah. Like, like you know what? No, you're too much trouble. Oh my you're God. too much. I hate you and you are a woman, but I don't want to kill you unlike all the other women I hate. I wonder, I wonder like <laughs> if these guys wouldn't have gotten caught, if they would have been like, if that would have been enough that they're like, oh, maybe this isn't what I want to no. do. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have just, you know. Time to hang up the hammer. Rebranded their sure. idea of who they're picking up to make them a little more choosy uh, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, a little more careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like that drive isn't gonna go away. Sure, yeah, and like you can if you do it successfully often enough, then you're like, I can take anybody. Yeah. I am unto a god, and then yeah. somebody whoops the shit out of you, and they're like, <laughs> I need to take this down a step. <laughs> yeah, whoa, smaller women yeah. this time. Hello, reality check. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, Bubbers, are you still happy he came on the podcast? Thanks for the cups. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. So sorry. I um, think we need to harp noise. I think. Yep. <laughs> we need fucking harp noise. Yes. yes. Emily. But it is. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. One, two, three. Oh no. We're partially recovered. Partially. Yeah. I cracked open the sidecar seltzer and I smelled it. I have. Oh no! Yeah, I have concerns. So, 
Why does it smell like mac and cheese, you guys? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I haven't. I know. Smell it. I kind of don't want to now. Like, I just want to wait and take a drink smell and it. then get so disappointed. Smell it, okay. bubs. No, but smell please. it. <laughs> okay, yeah, what the fuck? Why does it smell like, like, specifically the noodles from a craft mac and cheese? <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that ain't With, right. With, like, a little bit of orange. That, that ain't right. It's yeah. true. It's yeah. Just, yeah, like it seriously is like a like a citrusy macaroni. What have they yeah, done? Yeah, it's to like this? if macaroni <laughs> and cheese was actually tasted like orange. Oh I don't God. understand. Okay, yep. Dink it, I guess. Dinks. I can't reach. Dinks. My arms are Dinks. that long. Okay, oh no, I got you, boo. I got you. Dinks. <laughs> there you go. All right. Mm, okay. Okay. Three, two, oh, two one. one. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, it tastes like it too. No. Oh, it tastes no. like it. Oh, <laughs> You guys, this okay. might be one of the see, worst things we have ever see, had on but here. But now the aftertaste is okay. It's okay. It's like the initial. Oh, God, yeah. It's, it's the opposite of the secret. It's rooms. complete opposite. <laughs> and the other one was tolerable. This is awful. This is going to be rough, y'all. I don't. I'm so sorry. What? I'm not sorry. It's your Look. fault. <laughs> no, it's your fault. <laughs> but it is my fault. I was giving those bees every way to oh. me. Look, this is very bad, um, and you should feel bad. I, you know what? I don't. <laughs> oh, I want to be clear. By the way, I'm going to drink it. Um, yeah. I'm not a fucking quitter. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not gonna like it. I'm gonna try. I believe in you. It's Thank okay. You. You're a guest here. You can do what you want. But like, we have to finish on. it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I'm getting very conflicting messages. Don't be a fucking coward. <laughs> I, wow. Wow. <laughs> Okay, you don't have to finish it, but you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> if you don't, just if know that we'll think less know. of you. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love you guys so much. We've missed you, bub. All right, most of this is going to get cut. I love you all very much. Let's hear some other shit. Terrific. Are you ready? Oh, so ready. Nothing's as devastating as what Emily just did to us, but this will be sad, too. Great! <laughs> Buckle up. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm leaving that in. Oh, cool. You beautiful bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gonna do one about a couple different people. I'm gonna start with the story of one that kind of leads into the story of the other. They have experienced the same thing. Oh, okay. They, they played the different parts in one incident. Oh. And that incident is the 2018 Trader Joe's hostage incident. Oh. In LA. Oh, f- Hey. California. Hey, what up? That's, hey, that's the thing. WTF? Um, I we didn't, didn't talk about this. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, oh we always have something that links. Oh yeah. To that yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I don't. I didn't know much about this. I feel like if I thought back hard enough, I would remember this happening or it hearing about it. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. But really, didn't know anything about it at all. Now I know everything about it, and mm-hmm. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's the best moment. Yes. So as an intro, like, look, both every, everybody knows that Emily and I have like affinities. We've developed affinities for certain topics on this show. Old standbys that we can return to over and over again. Mine, mine is mountains. Mine is people falling off of or landing on mountains and trying to get (laughs) off of them. Yep. Emily's is, um, shit that ruins my life. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Typically involving serial killers. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, I I used to do a lot of people being put in boxes and kept there for long periods of time. And I used to do a lot of cannibalism. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get back there. (laughs) Fun. But this one, this one, as far as I can remember, is not a situation we have specifically done. A hostage situation. I could not recall if we have actually done one before. No. So I was excited. 
Ooh. No, that it's, opens up a whole avenue that I keep forgetting about. A even whole the new oh. world. Oh, we are going to make it to 420 now. Oh, yes. We've got so many standoffs to do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it is July 21st, 2018. Wow, not that long ago. Feels like a hundred years. (laughs) It's Silver Lake in in L.A. That's a neighborhood. It's a gentrified neighborhood. I'll get to that. Anyway. Gosh, I never would have guessed by the name Silver Lake. I know, right? So anyway, it's July 21st, 2018. Our perpetrator... So not our survivors. Our perpetrator woke up to a gun under his pillow where it had been for the last few days. His name is Gene Evan Atkins. He was 28 years old. He lived with his grandmother. And at the time, his 17-year-old girlfriend. Oh, there it is. Moment of silence for how yucky that is. (laughs) Um, Atkins had been fighting with his grandmother recently about his 17-year-old girlfriend, probably because she was 17 and he was 20-fucking-eight. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. And they were both living in his grandmother's house. And his grandmother was like, can you not? (laughs) So they'd been having some issues. Sure. A little friction. friction. Just Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. Atkins um, also just, you know, he'd been diagnosed with some mental health issues in his past his okay. cousin would later describe him as a quiet man who was despondent about his future. She quoted him as having said, the next thing I do, I'm going to die doing it or I'm going to jail. Oh, that's oh. not good. Well, yeah. I mean, what you love is a desperate person who doesn't get help. Um, yeah. It's great. There, there isn't much about what happened on this day specifically that might have triggered this incident, but something did. Because at 1.30 p.m., Atkins shot his grandmother, Mary oh. Elizabeth Madison, seven times. Jesus. Jesus Christ. And fled the scene in her uh, Toyota Camry. Oh. What a dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> he has his girlfriend in the passenger seat. It would later be realized that she is suffering from a gunshot wound, too. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So after a neighbor, like a lot of neighbors, called 911... Police pursued the car for almost 15 minutes until it crashed into a light pole just outside the Trader Joe's in Silver Lake, Ugh. a neighborhood in Los Angeles. Inside the store are quite a few people. It's a popular store, pre-COVID times. So, like, the place is just, like, full of, just full of white yeah, people. Yeah, people just, just shopping. Full of white people just touching stuff and coughing right into each other's <laughs> mouths, which I assume <laughs> is what we used to do back then. You can't prove me wrong. Gary, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> That is how we used to greet you. I mean, we were still, before this all went down, having to explain to people how to cough and how to do it without coughing at other people. So this you seems know, this seems real. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. Fair. There are some diseases in there for sure. We just didn't know or care. Just covered in chlamydia. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is just, that's just the Trader Jose <laughs> section for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, that's where all the fucking happens. It's in yeah. the back. It's in the back. <laughs> so the two survivors that we're going to talk about today are in no way related to each other. They were just both there at the same time, just okay. doing a little shopping. When Gene Atkins crashes his grandmother's car right outside. One of our survivors is Linny Westifer, um, who was at the time a promotions producer at a local CBS news channel. So she is in charge of basically like setting up spots for news. And okay. um, and she sometimes does interviews as well. Like according, that's what they call her. And then her description of her job was a little confusing to me. 
But whatever. I don't know that much about the local news, bubs. Uh, <laughs> basically, I can tell you that if she's able to, very likely, if she's able to hold a microphone and or a camera at the same time, she's going to be reporting and sure. doing everything. Like, it just doesn't matter. They just need people to do that shit sometimes. Yep. Since the recession, it was like, hey, congratulations. You're a multimedia journalist, which means you're just fucking doing everything. Great. <laughs> Are we going to pay you more? No. No. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you. Thank you for that insight. Hey, you're welcome. So she sounds like, yeah, she was one of those. Does a little bit of everything. And the other survivor is Mary Linda. That is one name. Mary Linda Moss. She was an artist who left her daughter in the car just to run into the store really quick. Oh, oh no. fuck. In July. Mm-hmm. I just want to like quick caveat, by the way, about like the perpetrator of this incident is a black man, and these two ladies are some affluent-ass white ladies. I just want to say, like, I understand. I will get to it. Okay. <laughs> like, I am not, okay. not trying to make this all about he is a terrible person and they are all great people. I genuinely think that those two, these two women are pretty great people. But there's, like, a lot of inequality at play that caused this incident to happen. Oh, sure. You know this man... Did not live in Silver Lake. No. <laughs> no, he drove 15 minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they just live there. So there's a lot There's a lot of societal shit going on. Yeah. Okay. So these two women spoke widely to the press. That's why I know about them. There were a lot, a lot of survivors of this incident. But they, these ones were like, hi, the press. I will speak to you <laughs> like 40 different times. Ugh. So. Give me money, please. In a way, yeah, right. though, yeah. I mean, sort of, I don't know. One of them, sure, maybe, but the other one is just more like, I don't know. Do you want to hear about it? I'm super chill. <laughs> that woman is Mary Linda Moss. Let's talk about her. All right. Oh, so. so at this point in the day, it is 3.30. It's two hours after the shooting officially happened. Okay. When he, because he's been driving around, but when they found him, they pursued him for 15 minutes, and then he hit a light pole. So now it's two hours after he shot his grandmother. Okay. He, people hear the sound of the crash when he hits the light pole because it's right outside. It's all crunching metal. And then a moment later, everybody in the store hears gunfire from outside. Atkins, when he crashed the car, left his girlfriend behind, left the car, and then he immediately runs into the Trader Joe's while taking some time to turn around and shoot at the police officer's who are pursuing him, who have pulled over to, to pursue him. So, he fired at least twice, according to witnesses. Police officers fired back. Sure. It's kind of a thing. Sure. Um, but they fired back, and they hit Atkins in the, the arm once before he was able to enter the store. And he, is, he enters the store just waving the gun, and people toward the front see this, start screaming. Others are yelling at each other to get down. One person yells the gunman is inside the store. Like, they're all very quick about it, crazily. Huh. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool, but also um, the word gunman, I mean, like, made me kind of think, like, oh, oh, everybody knows how to react here because of mass shootings. And then as I kept reading, a lot of the people who went through this incident were like, oh, yeah, I definitely thought this was just a mass shooting. Oh. I 100% yeah, yeah. was like, oh, I'm about... I'm about to be mass shooting. Yeah, that's yeah. what's going to happen now. Yeah. Oh no! It, yeah, because it's also L.A. and like a yeah. fair number of those have happened there. Yeah, bad right, right, right. shit goes down a lot. Because I mean, also Skid Row is there, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of drugs moving through L.A. There's a like for sure. a lot of drugs moving through L.A. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of gun violence generally, and mass shootings are a thing that everybody in America just understands as a yep. thing that happens. Right. So right. everybody's 
down on the ground. Yeah. Like, it is very quick. Um, many shoppers, like, some of them escaped. Some of them who were very near the door or near other exits were able to get out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Um, but there are about 30 people left inside the store. This includes, though, like, the vast majority of people have managed to barricade themselves inside the, like, storage closet at the back of the store. Oh, sure. I did see, like, a little bit of an interview with one man who was in there, and he took pictures, and it's just people on top of each other. It's 21 people in this little storage closet. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, I couldn't fucking move or breathe, but... And, like, they all have the knowledge that, like, if the door opens, we are fucked. Like, we are sitting ducks. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not good. So all they can do is be very quiet and hope that this this gunman, who they think is just there to shoot them all, because that's what a mass shooting is. Right, yeah. right. Like, hope that he does not find them. The rest of the people are just crouched down in various aisles all over the store. And that is where Mary Linda is. Uh, Mary Linda is actually closer to the like front of the store. So she gets down to hide. She immediately calls her daughter, who is again in the car. So her daughter's old okay. enough to have a phone. Okay. 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 Like, I feel less bad yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I was worried. I was thinking like yeah. hot baby in the Toddler. car. Yeah. For sure. So affluent. I'll just run in for like some fucking like chips and I'll come back up. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um they're actually getting ready to um I guess they're getting ready for her to go to high school. So she was okay. just having to get some like okay. supplies for things. So she's old enough to have a phone for sure. Calls her daughter and is like, get down. There is a shooter in in the store. You need to stay in the car and please hide. Yep. So Jesus Christ. Yep. Because walking through the parking lot, you see somebody, if you think it's a mass shooting, they're just gonna they're done. Oops, a fucking movie. Uh so yeah. That happens. And quote from Mary Linda at this point, and then I saw the assailant. She always calls him the assailant, which is really interesting. <laughs> um, and then I saw the assailant. The gun is in his right hand, and his left arm was bleeding profusely. Just blood was flowing from it. The assailant was clearly weak from the wound, but he kept on looking out the door, obviously aware th that the police were out there. So, again, she's trapped closer to the front. There are 21 people hiding in the back. Our other person is sort of generally in the back area, not seeing as much as Mary Linda. I will definitely get to her, though. Periodically, she Mary Linda is watching as this man is stalking back and forth, just sort of kind of trying to apparently figure out what to do. Sure. And periodically speaking with the police. They are trying to call him. He will speak to them for a few seconds and he will drop the phone. And she just sees this happening sort of over and over again. He is asking about his girlfriend. He would like to speak to his girlfriend. At one point, Atkins looks at Mary, Mary Linda. And he says, come over here and massage my hand. It's a little weird. <laughs> but that like, is weird. I think this is like the hand that has the gunshot wound in the arm. Oh, sure. And it probably is going numb. Yeah, hurts. probably. So he's like, get over here. I need you to massage my hand. And she, she says, it felt very uncomfortable. It is not what I wanted to do. But he had a gun. And he was asking me to come over. So that's what I did. Yep. And soon, as she's doing this, and she's, you know, trying to keep her head down and just do what he says, he starts shivering. He is going into shock. Again, yep. he has a, <laughs> a gunshot wound. He's bleeding. Yeah. So he goes into shock. He is losing blood. And he's, like, starting to shiver. He's very cold. And he, he points out some coats. He's like, there's some coats over there. And she says, would you like me to go and get you one of those? And he says, yes. 
So this is sad. This is not the light. <sighs> um, super sorry. On her way to get the coat, Mary Linda glances behind the manager's counter and sees a woman lying motionless on the ground. As I walked by her, she didn't move. I looked down, and that's when I saw she was lying in a pool of blood, and it was devastating. Oh. That woman's name was Melita Corrado. She was 27 years old. She had recently been promoted as store manager. Oh. Shit. Yeah. She had been struck by a bullet, which would later be found to be from police fire. So there's uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> there we go. Y'all thought we were done being mad at the police. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're only we, getting started. Oh, yeah. Mm, so it's weird how when they just wildly shoot anywhere. I know. And that's how that works. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I understand, like, in light of everything that's been going on, I figured at least, like, them understanding you can't just wildly shoot. <laughs> At people, like I kind of figured, like at least that was a thing that they were pretty well disciplined on. You would fucking think though. you would yeah. think, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, you would you'd like think to with think. them going through like hostage training or even just straight up regular gun training of right. like if you point the gun and you shoot, it's so weird how the bullet is gonna go in that direction. It's not gonna curve towards the perpetrator, right? And like a crowded area is not what you should be firing into. Yeah. They fired into a store. Yeah, like, that is not cool. <sighs> There is even, like, body cam footage of the first officers to hear that there were shots fired in their immediate area. Like, they were sort of, they were pursuing, and then they saw the crash happened, and then they were like, oh, shit. One of them actually does, oh, shit, shots fired, shots fired. Wow. And, yeah, and it's the man who's driving, and his partner is a woman, and you hear her go, partner, I have my gun ready, and he's like, do not shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he sounds serious. Nice. Um, Well, I mean, also, like, this is 2018, and all of the shit with like Trayvon Martin, yeah. when like people started calling attention to things. LAPD has been under fire for literally decades for being corrupt and horrific. They are the worst police There's force. There's a whole to- documentary <laughs> about how corrupt they were. Yes, and aren't supposed to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Nah. So there is no. There's no telling which officer fired this shot at all, but like at least one of them was like, don't do that. Right. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. So, yes. Uh, all right, back to Melita Corrado on the ground. Mary Linda went back to Atkins after seeing this, brings him the coat, and is like, hey, there is a woman who needs help. Atkins immediately starts shouting. He's like, that was not me. That was the fucking cops. And he is correct. (laughs) He is correct. (laughs) He did not shoot in the direction of the store. He has not shot anybody other than at the cops. So uh, Mary Linda's like, I understand. However, this woman needs help. Can we please bring her outside? And Atkins agrees. In the end, so it is another Trader Joe's employee, which like not carrying your boss's body is probably upsetting. And a man named Mike D'Angelo, who also props to this dude, who um, they both carried Melinda's body outside for medical attention. She, at, at, as far as they knew, she may not have been dead then, but she was pronounced dead at the scene. Oh. Yes. It was um, very, very unfortunate and very sad. And like Trader Joe's has a bunch of like press things from the time of like, this is the saddest moment in Trader Joe's history. This is like, this woman was really impressive and everybody who worked at the store with her loved her very much. And we are very sad. Um, That is all I unfortunately could find like a 
about her death other than the fact that the LAPD came under serious scrutiny for that. So that's oh, nice. That's oh, nice. Well, okay then. Yeah. Oh, good thing for that. Yeah, as long yeah. as they got their hands slapped. Yeah, ouchies. <laughs> oh no, I have to go to some sort of three day training about oh. it. <laughs> I, I hope it's in the Bahamas this time. Tried for murder? What's that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm not. This part's super sad, so we just handle it like that. Yay. Uh, yeah, that this drink is also not the light. No, it's not. Oh, oh. I'm struggling, you guys. No, Keep I going, told you. It, you got to do it quick. Know, you got to do I it know. quick. But then, you know when you eat something bad and your body's like, don't ingest that. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. That's what happens every yeah, time. Yeah, that's kind of what my, what's happening with my tummy right now. It's kind of <laughs> looking at it. It's like, don't. Stop like, it. I look over. I'm like, I'm thirsty. I look at it. And it's like, no. You're not for that. You're not. That's a bad Michael. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so. Um, so after after taking her body outside and she was carted away to the hospital, um, Mike D'Angelo, it just should be noted, just another shopper, and he just sticks around Mary Linda the whole rest of the time. He does not leave her side. They are kind of together in Bonded dealing. through trauma. Exactly. They're together in dealing with this yeah. person. Good for that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I find both of these people hugely impressive. So... After this, um, the police call Atkins's phone again, and and what you actually find out is his phone that they've been calling this whole time was taken off of a hostage that Atkins let go like immediately. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, this was a man who said, "I have left two young children in my car. I cannot. This is not okay. Can I please leave?" And Atkins said, "Okay, but give me your fucking phone." So the cops have been using that phone okay. to speak to him, Mary Linda. Um, it's important to note here, you probably understood this by now, Mary Linda's a very calm person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's kind of taken this shit in stride. <laughs> the 48 Hours interview with her stated that she had a really troubled childhood, and she explains it like, I just knew a lot of people in my life who, and she takes a really long time, made a lot of poor decisions. Oh, no. So... I have learned how to be just like present with some like certain kinds of people in a way that is not judgmental. And I just try to stay very calm with them and try to make them know that I am listening to them and I'm here for them. And so she decides that she is going to do this for Atkins. So she, yeah, she felt like she was in a unique position to help because of all the training she's had. Jesus. Literally like the best stance to take because then her recognizing this and being like, no, I want to be a judgment free place for people to come to. And that's just how I'm going to approach the situation. And I'm going to try and talk him through it. It's like, it's, it's very nice. Yeah, for sure. Rock solid constitution to be able yeah. to just be like, yeah. Oh, look at this. There's a woman who's probably dead on the floor. Mm-hmm. And this other guy who's bleeding out from his arm. I'm going to go just stay by him now. I will. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I'm I know. To try the... talk down this situation. Oh Mental God. fortitude. Yeah, yeah man. For sure. For her. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, she she rules. So now Mary Linda is there with him. She's going to act as a mediator. As negotiations continue, the cops keep calling. And now, you know, Atkins is sort of, he's just like, all right, this white bitch is over here now. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you can listen. And she, <laughs> Mary, Mary Linda is hearing like Atkins get agitated at the officer she, he's speaking to. Sure. Because there's like cell phone lag happening. And, oh, yeah. yes. and also like LA negotiators aren't great. 
This Anyways, guy, this guy is also just like a officer. So yeah. like, who oh. the fuck? He knows? has no training Probably in de-escalating not. situations. Well, okay, let me. Uh, they're supposed to have <laughs> they're training in de-escalating to. situations, but um, they skip that day. They almost they always skip, skip that day. <laughs> they always skip that day, and they're not great at it. And they're just sleeping through it and not taking notes. So, anyways, wow, we are so. Well, many. Hi, bub. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> it's I'm gonna have some more macaroni beer. Fuck yeah. yeah, get it? Yeah. Okay, so yes, this man is probably a little hyped up, maybe scared, maybe just like juiced on the thrill. But oh, he's sure. speaking too fast, and he's speaking over Atkins, and then oh. is pissing Atkins off. And so Mary Linda, Ooh, that's a no-no. Yes, Mary Linda will just periodically go. Let me have that. Thank you so much. You <laughs> are speaking too fast, and uh, we're going to take a moment and think about what you just said, and um, I'm going to hang up the phone now, and everyone is safe. And she just hangs up the phone. Baller <laughs> bitch! And then they Yo! just call back l- like a couple minutes later and try again. That She does that over and over and over and over again. Oh, <laughs> my God! It's the she shit. the patience of a saint. Oh, my God, Dude. real. And Atkins is probably just like, Okay. <laughs> so is this like, your yeah. situation now? Or? You're doing this? <laughs> Do you want the gun too? Or? Yeah, can I just go lay down? Yeah. I heard there's some people in the storage closet. You, you got this. Yeah. You got this. <laughs> they probably got toilet paper back there. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. Hey, look, this is pre-COVID. We weren't no, worried about like toilet paper. No, but like his arm. <laughs> yeah. True. Makeshift oh, bandage. Actually, that is um is something that is about to be mentioned. Uh, oh, they helped him oh. make a segue. Uh, a segue. <laughs> yeah. They helped him make a tourniquet original. Oh, good. A couple like otherwise he like would have bled out by now. Yes. However, at one point he starts sort of like complaining that it hurts too much, and instead Mike D'Angelo rips his own shirt and makes Atkins a bandage. So now these people are just like, yes, the shirt off my back, sir. Whatever you need, wow. do yeah. not shoot us. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it. I just one note: the survivor. I will discuss the other woman in the back of the store, yeah. west of her. Um, she could see a lot of this going down where she was, and she's sort of like just sort of peeking and trying to remain safe, and not one of the ones who is is just keeping this man calm. She <laughs> she admits at first that she saw this happening and was like, "What the fuck." Grab his gun. <laughs> what are you all doing? Oh, one it's me. <laughs> First of all, this woman in person is over the top as fuck. So like her reactions to things are really funny. She was just like, why are you touching him? Grab the gun. But then she admits later, this is a quote from her. He was a guy in so far over his head, and I'm glad that woman was able to help him. To be fair, if I had been sitting next to him, I don't know if I would have grabbed the gun. I wanted someone to do that, but I don't know if I could have done that. That's the truth. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I appreciated that she recognized later, like, no, no, that's probably way fucking harder yeah, than I thought. Right. In my position, way the hell back then. Yeah, it's easy for me to say also, when I'm packed in like a yeah. fucking can of tunas <laughs> exactly. in a closet. I mean, the opportunity to grab the gun already passed. Because the yep. opportunity to grab the gun would have been when he was coming into the store bleeding and people were running. Mm-hmm. For right now, like now they're just earning this man's trust and attempting yeah. to keep him it calm. It is too late to is, grab the gun. Yeah. As soon as you do that and you if you fail, all, all the things you have attempted to do building up trust yep. with him. Yep. yep. Gone. Gone. Yep. Done. So. But I, I did appreciate that she was like, no, no, no. I was wrong. <laughs> I was just mad at the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did a dumb. Yeah. Big mood. So, even with uh, Mary Linda and a bunch of other hostages helping keep Atkins 
calm and assure him that things would work out, he eventually works himself up into a frenzy and starts shouting for everyone to be brought to the front of the store. Which, for people like Linny Westover in the back, they're like, why? Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. Linny remembers walking single file with other people to the front of the store with her hands up, and they all kneel in a, in a line. And Everyone's Atkins, thinking execution. Right, right. Atkins picks an employee and says, you, get up here. And he gets up here, and he says, you pick someone from the crowd. No. And Linny's, literally, her reaction is, pick him for what? Because <laughs> Linny's over the top. <laughs> but as it turns out, Atkins wanted the employee to choose someone to let go. And the employee chose a 16-year-old kid, and that kid got to walk out. Okay. So that was nice. Okay. Scared the shit out of everybody. No sure. kidding. Yeah. I have outpeed myself right here. Are you yeah. kidding me? What like, are you doing? So no. that's... I know you know, the power of communication. Right? Maybe just say say if what you, you want. are. Say what you are. Transparenting your desires <laughs> and what you're going for. <laughs> that is not this man's strong suit and yeah, you know I don't not. think I don't it's think he's not. really worried about um, anybody else's feeling. Yeah. Just I, throwing that out there. I think we wouldn't be in this position right now if he could communicate. And then over the next two to three hours, because that's how long this shit lasted. <laughs> Atkins would let more people leave the store. Okay. All while periodically speaking to officers, negotiating terms, still demanding to speak to his girlfriend like that's literally his main term. <laughs> she also has a gunshot wound, though, so... Mm. <laughs> right, right. She's being treated and taken to the hospital. But that's all he wants, and he's letting more and more people go. But at this point, when you're him, what you're trying to do is not get shot by the police while you leave this situation. Right. And that's very, very difficult... When you've put yourself in this situation, yeah. <laughs> like, this is not this is not easy. And the whole time, Mary Linda is there. She stays with Atkins, as do several others who are just trying to be helpful and quiet and calm. Sure. And at one point, she puts his hand, her hand on his heart, and tells him that she can tell that he has a good heart, that he didn't want to hurt anybody. At, he tells her, you don't know what I did this morning. Yeah, that's some white people nonsense. Yeah, but she was also like, it doesn't matter. It does not matter to me in this moment right now. Right now, I don't think you want anybody else to get hurt. And I think that, you know, if we can do this right, we can make good on that. You can leave this place, and so can all of us together. So, yes, she, Mike, and others managed to gain this trust with Atkins over this period of time by sticking with him. And not trying to trick him or hurt him or do anything. They're right. just actually telling him nice things and doing what he wants. God, that's... I'm sorry. That, like, out of all of this, that blows my... Like, that mm -hmm. is the coolest shit. Like, mm -hmm. good on those two. Like For figuring out, like, we can do this. We, we, we have the mental fortitude to do this. And yeah. this is what we should do. Oh, it's, my yeah, God. It's interesting. It's really hmm. super... Yeah. So... Um, despite things looking up for a while there, uh, things did almost completely unravel when the police told Atkins that his girlfriend was headed into surgery at the hospital and she could not speak to him. She is, like, bleeding and stuff the uh, way he is. Yeah, um, that whole thing. Yeah. Oh. Atkins did not like this, though. He started getting upset. He believed the police officers were just humoring him and not actually trying to get her, which to me just says that somebody lacks empathy when talking to him, but whatever. Um, hmm. Around the time, around the same time, there is a thirty-year-old woman 
who is just in the store, um, a couple of different people remark that they remember her just looking especially terrified the whole time, super agitated, and she just makes a run for it at one point. Oh, no. Yeah. Atkins, at first, was kind of like, well, I guess you can go. She starts to book it, opens the door, and he says, stop. Stay where you are. Close the door. Come back here. And Mary Linda says, I remember this woman looking at me, and I just kind of nod, and she bolts. She just runs. But this pisses Atkins off, because he's like, I told her to come here, and she didn't listen to me. And they're like, you're right. She didn't listen to you. We're so sorry, sir. Yes, um, that's fine. And he's like, lock the door. So everybody has to lock the door, and nobody else makes him move. <laughs> Linny's quote is, great, now we're all going to get shot. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because Linny doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 but that did not happen. So that woman gets out, and that was just the one time when somebody got out not on his terms. Okay. So that's n- why it was not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still letting people go periodically on okay. his terms. Okay. However, then almost immediately after this happens, he looks out a window and sees a man on a oh, roof. Sniper. Nope. A nope. S- with a gun. Snipes. Yeah. Uh, snipey snipes. Snipey snipes and then a for a green light. Mm-hmm. So at a shooty shoot. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sniper, no sniping. This is one of the moments well, when I- <laughs> we'll see. We'll fucking see. <laughs> I'm sorry. That took me a second to take in. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, Atkins is speaking to the police at the time that he just like turns and is like, what the fuck is that? And starts screaming, get that man off the roof. Why is that man on the roof? Get him off the roof right now. Five, four, three. He is like literally counting down to Whoops. like, you have five seconds oh, to get shit. this man to stop pointing a gun at me. Or, and Mary Linda calls this the scariest moment of the day. She believes that if the officer had shot, the person on the roof had shot, then a lot of people would have died. Oh, like, God, yeah. Like, if he had missed Atkins or not killed him immediately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Atkins is shooting. So this is a very bad situation. So Mary Linda steps in front of Atkins <laughs> and starts waving at the snipers and said, like, is this is not okay. <laughs> this we are trying to live, and you are fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, I, okay. <laughs> so in my head, yes. So like every time we talk about survivors, I have this mental picture of them. And for Mary Linda, I have this Carol Baskins. Oh yes, image. It's Carol Baskins, but brunette. My dude, you're almost right. So <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> A picturing Carol Baskins, just like. With a flower crown, trying to be zen, mm-hmm. and then like stepping in front of him and just like smiling at the window, being <laughs> like, oh no. Maybe a little more frantic. This is the only time she seems to be truly scared. <laughs> Otherwise, she's like chill about it. Like she just did some CBD oil right before stepping <laughs> into the Trader Joe's. <laughs> I, like, I like the it's... idea that she's like looking at the shooter and then she looks out the window and her face completely changes and she's like, you get fired, you fucking fuck. She gives him the sternest, like, grandmother, <laughs> yes. like, you Entitled just walked... Entitled white woman you, look. You she walked cares. in the house with yeah. your fucking muddy oh, shoes. Yeah. You wanna not? No, no. <laughs> you wanna not? That's she Karen's it. She Karen's. She Karen's a sniper off her roof. <laughs> that is exactly That's what happened. <laughs> she karen so hard because in this hostage situation. Oh, Meanwhile, she is she also, also karen the hostage negotiation. Yes. Yes, she did. She carried her way. She right carried her way out the door. <laughs> oh my god! In a Trader Joe's. I Sometimes. can't. 
Sometimes to Karen is correct. Anyway, <laughs> it's true. Yes. So she's also screaming, and again, he's on the uh, like phone, and she's like, "Get that man off the roof right now!" So the person on the phone is like, "Oh shit! Someone tell oh, Jeff mom's to- man." <laughs> <laughs> so get they, Jeff off the roof. She can see somebody else just like waving, and the guy just puts down his gun and backs away. So everything. Wow. Yeah. So that is like the tensest moment. Mary Linda because she's a weird superhuman fucking a. strange person. So eventually things calm down from this and the police get back to Atkins with a message from his girlfriend. It is not direct speaking. She's in surgery. But they before she goes in, they get her to record a message that they send to him. So it's something anyway. And in the in the recording, the girlfriend sounds groggy, but she does say three times, I'm okay. Go out. I'm okay. Go out. So that's very nice. Also, um, the only reason I'm calling her the girlfriend is because her name was not released because she was a minor when this happened. Ah. She's so you know. 17! Yeah. That whole bit. Cannot say enough that this woman is... Seven, this girl at the time was 17. Still has the shot. chances. She's not 21 yet. Mm-hmm. If she survives this. Does she survive this, it Taylor? Is. She's fine. Okay. Yes. Okay. She survived. At this point, Atkins hears this and then he requests handcuffs it's not kinky in situations like this everything is a negotiation so like at this point even how to get the handcuffs to him is like a whole battle and he insists they must just be chucked into the store yeah. no one is entering no one is coming near at Yeet. one point a SWAT vehicle tries to, to show up and he's like uh nope. the fuck and then the SWAT <laughs> vehicle just backs up <laughs> <laughs> but yes so <laughs> Mary Linda, the Karen of this, is like behind him screaming, like, stop fucking up, like every time he demands something. Just give him what he wants. <laughs> like, so they eventually chuck this pair of handcuffs in. Yeet. His plan they is yeet. originally, yes, his plan is originally to have a hostage walk out with him um, and then him to lie on the ground and cuff him in front of the police. Mary Linda takes his face in her hands and is like, that scares the shit out of me. They're going to shoot you. Mm-hmm. So here's what we should do instead. <laughs> she, I'm going to teach you <laughs> how oh to God. take hostages better than you're doing right yeah. now. <laughs> she is. So she, she says, I will cuff you. And then all four of us, I should mention, by the way, by this point, he's let almost everyone go. There are okay. Four. People okay. What remaining. about the storage closet? Storage closet is was emptied when he asked everybody yeah. to come to the front. Oh, good. I, I was thinking they were just like still, still hanging, hanging out. out. Oh, yeah, there, no, no, like, still sardine. Everybody <laughs> he has kind of no just idea like he Yeah. As soon as like that happened, everyone was like, okay, we shouldn't. This is a bad spot anyway. Mm-hmm. So yes, everyone's been let go over this period of time, slowly but surely, or they've made a break for it at some point and just not been noticed. Whatever. Yeet. Right now there are four people left. <laughs> they yeeted out of a trader jail. They just, just <laughs> yeeted their own damn selves. Yeet or be yeeted. And that is, that is Mary Linda Moss, Mike D'Angelo. Yep, because he was staying. Yep. Uh, testament to these two as well. These are two Trader Joe's employees who we only have their first names, Victor and Josie. They stayed as well. So there are just four people left, and all four of them decide, like, we will cuff you in the front. It hurt him too much to do the back because of his arm. And all four of them form a circle around him. And the quote from Mary Linda, Victor unlocked, a, unlocked the door and we all went out together. And Atkins is apprehended without being shot. Okay. Yeah, he's taken. Yeah, because if he'd come out alone. Yeah, Donskis. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Nobody other than the the poor woman who was hit by police fire dies in this incident, and they get him out, and he is able to face justice for what he did, as opposed to just being shot right there, and no one else is injured. Because in case anybody forgot, you know, since the last time we yelled about this, <laughs> the police are not judge, jury, and executioner. Shouldn't be. That's for sure. This man it is not their justice. job not yeah. to go out and just kill people left and right. Mm-hmm. If they can apprehend someone who's been violent, who has a weapon, but they can't with somebody else, mm-hmm. and the only difference is the color of their skin, there's a problem. It's there true. might be. It's just true. a slight one. These just are these are four, one. from what I understand, white people who yeah. basically literally had to circle this man so he would not be shot immediately upon That's leaving. Fucked up. Yeah. Well, it works. I mean, yeah. Look at Portland. mm -hmm. One last thing about Mary Linda. The last thing, as she was was cuffing Atkins, the last thing she said to him was, "Um, I know this is a weird thing to say, but um, I actually have known a lot of people who have built, like, really fulfilling lives in prison. This doesn't have to be the end of your life, and also, I will come and visit you. Yeah. And uh, at the time... She meant that. She, in her interview, she was like, yeah, I, you know, I don't condone what he did. I don't think he would be my friend. I'm not like Stockholm syndroming this, but I would be present with him again and just talk and, and listen to him. Sure. And he tells her, I wish I had met you sooner. I just wanted somebody to listen. Fuck. I know. Fuck. I know. I know. So. See, this is why I talk about serial killers. Because this they is fucking sad and hard. They don't care if people listen to That's them. True. Serial killers are like they're nice uh, psychopaths. Because you're just yeah, you're like, fuck this guy. Yeah. See, yeah, and like all through this, like I just feel bad for the like because it it you could tell like he doesn't want to do harm. No. He's just like, oh he god. He I ran out of options. He, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. his mind, he absolutely ran out of options. Yeah, there was don't no get me wrong. He's still fucked up hard. Yeah. Like he, he still he, he still hurt his grandmother. He still shot his grandmother. She yeah. was alive after. I don't actually. I don't think she lived through the entire ordeal, but she was alive immediately after the shooting. Oh and really? Went to the hospital and yeah. Okay. But so he, he yeah he clearly like had some mental health issues that were not addressed. Yeah. And had nobody to turn to, fucked up really hard, and then tried at least to not hurt anybody else on his way out of it. Yes. And that is something. Yes. For sure. That is not a sociopath. No, no, no. But, okay, so just I just want to get this through this because this is kind of like Lenny Westover's story is after all of this. And I just, it's really more of a mention. Okay. But yeah. This is yeah. important. First off, aftermath. Atkins is taken into custody, is held on $2 million bail, which is later increased to $23 million. Oh, my God. I don't even know, dude. He is charged with 51 crimes, including murder. Murder? Murder. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Murder. Two counts of attempted murder. social club hitting you hard? Everything's fine. Four counts (laughs) of attempted murder of a police officer and several counts of false imprisonment of hostages. Um, I haven't heard anything else, which tells me his trial has not happened yet. Okay. He's just being held yeah, yeah, yeah. on such a high bail, no one could ever pay it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now, so Mary Linda went through trauma and also years and years and years of counseling after her trauma. A shocker. To make her, yeah, right. To make her the kind of person who could do what she did in that situation. <laughs> oh, which is just like, handle it. Oh my God. <laughs> Get there. And afterwards, she just does her best. She goes, she talks about it in therapy and with a crisis counselor. 
Um, she stays in touch with people who, like Mike D'Angelo, who were there with her. Um, Bonded through trauma. Mm-hmm. Just tries to like take it in her own stride. She is somebody who is already practiced in that. Linny Westover <laughs> is not. Nope. And this is important because we Angry. also. Yeah. We also talk about people who like don't know how to handle this, but we don't, we don't always think as um, people who watch survivor stories about like what happens to those people after the really cool story where they might've survived something incredible. Sure. Because like once you survive something really traumatic that stays with you forever. And oftentimes we don't know what happens to those people and we don't want to hear it if it's not super awesome. (laughs) Right, right, right. But so Lenny Westover wrote um, an article, like an op-ed for Salon it was, um, I found it because it was one of 2019's best. Like, they reposted it at the end of 2019 because it was so well written and well done. So mostly I have quotes from her okay. about what happened to her. She wrote this article one and a half years after the incident. She describes her experience like this. I worked in TV news for decades where I watched and occasionally interviewed endless survivors of every imaginable horror but I had no real understanding of what trauma can do to a person until it happened to me. And like countless others before me, I first assumed I was inoculated. I'm strong. I won't have PTSD, I thought. Sure, I'm rattled, but I'll take a few weeks off, let the news cycle move on, and that'll be it. To my complete surprise, the experience left me shattered. So like, this is a person, she did not face like as much direct stuff as some people but in it's the right. did. still yeah the whole point is that trauma affects different people differently and yeah. she was way more heavily affected than she ever thought she would be she expected herself she was a strong and pragmatic person therefore she would be fine mm-hmm. that is not true she has ptsd oh, <laughs> and God. like she suffered from panic attacks and just like really could not do her job Sure. Because her job is following the news. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, another quote from her. The barrier I once had that allowed me to do this gig got blown out in Trader Joe's. I now feel it all. I see new trauma victims in every frame. Do they have help? Do they know what they're in for? The people around me treated pursuits like sporting events, and I did too before. Now, the horrible knowledge I have stops me. Is some innocent person about to die like you can't stop thinking of it here's the thing here's the thing Mm -hmm. this is gonna sound horrible i know i know i'm so afraid right now (laughs) but i want everyone in the news industry to have gone through some shit yeah so that they can view it through this lens through what she because like legit Big events, vultures. Just straight up vultures. Yes. Um, yeah. Respect. And Lin- yeah, Linny has obviously an entirely new perspective. So yeah. much so that she had to leave the industry. She doesn't sure. do that anymore. Yeah. She just couldn't look at people the same way anymore because she'd been there. Oh, for sure. And um, I actually recommend reading the entire op-ed. It's, it, the full title is, I was a hostage at the 2018 Trader Joe's shooting. Here's what I know about trauma. Um, I recommend it because she also talks a lot about PTSD and the stigma behind it mm-hmm. and how people won't get treatment because there is a disorder tacked onto the end of it. The D yeah. is for disorder. Yeah. Oh. Well, but what she argues and what a lot of people in the mental health industry would argue is that this is a completely normal reaction to trauma 
and it's not a disorder. It's just something sometimes you need to do yeah. <laughs> and face, and it's fine. It's yeah, okay. As far as I know, I know there's at least one movement that's trying to rename it. We should rename it again, Probs. We really should. At least it's not shell shock anymore or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but God. Yeah, for real. So, yes, um, a lot of the op-ed is about that. And she has quotes from like mental health people and stuff. It's really cool. I will end my story finally shit. (laughs) (laughs) On this quote. um, Still from her. Trauma is the great untold story of America now. Since we are clearly unable to stop the endless violence, we must do better to help those suffering from the natural impact of these unnatural events. We also have to care more about everyone. Yeah. From what I have read in the court documents and elsewhere about the perpetrator of the Trader Joe's standoff, it sounds like he too has untreated trauma. He even told one of the hostages that day that he just needed someone to talk to. Yep. Can we please start listening? And that's how she ends the article. And like the thing is, because before I moved into my new position with like the COVIDs, I was working with a lot of the homeless population for sure and legit they just want someone to talk to they want someone to listen to them they want to not feel judged Mm -hmm. they want help Mm -hmm. and like it's changing your mindset and approaching things without judgment yeah it's it's stuff like that they those people oftentimes have trauma that was never addressed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in their early lives or somewhere it's yeah Trauma has a ton, almost everybody we know, (laughs) almost everybody we know has been affected in some way by trauma. Some people get it addressed, some people are fortunate, and some people are not. And And some people end up like Atkins. Anyways, so one thing, if you want to help with people on Skid Row. Oh, hell yeah. There's there's a bunch of like resources and shelters down there, but the Union Rescue Mission Mm -hmm. is huge. And I know there's at least one police officer who cares about them <laughs> yay one um that is like trying to keep people who are going to the mission safe and clean yeah and remaining drug free cuz they're getting preyed on um but the union rescue mission mission um yes. urm.org you can donate through their website you don't give me that one clean <laughs> <laughs> The Union Rescue Mission. It's a lot of weird sounds. It is. It is. There's a lot of vowels. There's a lot of bad alcohol. <laughs> URM.org is one of the big missions down on Skid Row that's helping people. Thank you, Emily. That's awesome. They get their shoes stolen a lot, so you may be donating to buy shoes. But yes, okay. All right. Damn, fuck. Okay. Yeah, that was a lot, like, out of both of you, man. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, we did not pick a lighthearted one we for did you not. to be on. No. We soups did not. That's all right. I we guess should I... have been here for episode 69. It was a lot happier. <laughs> oh, dude. There was dude. parachute fucking. There was parachute fucking. That was insane. <laughs> like, they were just banging before they even left the plane. Yeah. They're like, well, yeah. I guess we're going to just roll out. Oh, you that didn't to. work. You oh, it to. didn't work. It did work. <laughs> There's no way. There's Ugh. no way. Anyway, I don't want to talk about whether or not they came. <laughs> I kind of do. I want to see that GoPro footage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. hundred percent sure it's out there. I'm strictly hundred percent sure. Stri- like, Look, the last time I tried to Google something, it took me to Pornhub, so I'm not doing anything related to this. What the fuck? 
Pornhub is where at the that table. video lives yeah. 100%. I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having me. We this so is so much fun. being here. Uh, so hippie. It's so hippie. He's so hippie, too. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, yes, you, you just um, really sat with us in some stuff just now. So yeah. thank you. We yep. appreciate it. And thank I'm you again for the cups. Yeah. You're so welcome. And one more guys. plug for you, please. Uh, we're about to be... Literally, we still have to record it. Like, we're going to do that we're, right yeah. now. Yeah, it's be a whole I'm excited. Thing. Wow, it's really going to be a whole thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whole ding-dang thing. Yes. On the Millennium Fandom, yeah, your yes. bitchin' podcast that people should totally listen to. They should. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Only after they listen to this one. Like, <laughs> their Facebook page. Like, our Facebook page. Like and subscribe. All right. Cool. Well, you should be a little bit like... Riley. Riley. Riley? Dominatrixy like you Riley. Should, ooh, you should just like dominate a situation like Riley. Yes. You should maybe carry a knife in your boot. You should carry a knife oh in my, your yeah, boot. Agreed. Yes. That's a fucking lootly. Are you kidding? <laughs> you should also be a little bit like Mary Linda when the time calls for it, I think. Hell just like yeah. calmly make your way through a situation, help somebody out who needs it. Yeah. And uh, you should not forget your can of water and or gasoline. Gasoline! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Bye. Bye.